Now on Giddy Up, it's time for Stable Mail. Always great to catch up with Annabelle Neesham, who is our first guest on Stable Mail on Giddy Up on this Thursday morning. Thanks for your time, Annabelle. We appreciate it. Good morning to you, Annabelle. Morning, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Um, how's things? Are you in New Zealand for the sales or are you heading up there over the weekend? Or down there, I should say. Uh, I'm not, not there yet. Um, Rob's off there. He's on a flight now as we speak and Todd's already there and I'm just going to head over. I'll just head over for the actual sale. All right. uh, we managed to get a couple of days in on the farms there straight after Magic. But um, yeah, just with being away for so long during Magic Millions, it's it's, uh, it's almost like a full-time job, the sales. So yeah. um, you have to let, let other people do some of it. Yeah, we've got a few text messages coming through already, Annabelle. So if we want to get involved with your stable, how do we do that? Uh, we've got a website. Yep. It's uh, AnnabelleNeesionRacing.com. And, um, yeah, there's all the contacts on there. Alex Turpin's our sort of point of contact for anyone that's wanting to get involved. And, obviously, the more the merrier. Yep. No, um yeah, it's, it's exciting, isn't it? You can get small shares, big shares, and um, have a look at the website and have a look at those horses that you've been purchasing at the Magic Millions, of course, last in the last couple of weeks, and then looking forward to the rest of the sales season. But you've got some exciting horses going around at Rose Hill on Saturday. What did you make of Famo's effort on Deboo against a handy field? Of course, he goes around in the um, Canterbury Stakes there over the 1,100 metres on Saturday. Yeah, um, he's a horse that we've... We had a lot of time for. He trialled up very well. Um, and then he was just a bit green, um, I thought, first up. And it was a rain-affected track. So probably on face value, we were a little bit disappointed. Um, but he seems to have come through that run really well. Um, he's, you know, he shows a lot at home. So um, we're hopeful that he can, he can show what we've always thought of him. Um, he's always trialled up very well. Um, he probably bumped into a, a pretty nice filly there at Canterbury. Um, a few weeks ago, but um, if he can improve, um, we'd certainly be looking for a top three finish in a small field. Yeah, and you can see sometimes those two-year-olds especially can jump out of the ground if they, well, he started his career on a, um, a heavy track there at Canterbury and he'll get a, you would imagine, a pretty firm track there on Saturday at Rose Hill. Um, I think he's, yeah, he's a very good moving horse. Um, that rain was a bit unexpected the other day, but um, yeah, looking forward to to seeing what he can produce on a on a slightly better surface. Do you give African Daisy and also Regal Pom and each by hope in the third there over the fifteen hundred metres on Saturday at Rose Hill? Regal Pom he'll come out because he okay. runs today. Um, but African Daisy, yeah, she's we we keep running her at Canterbury and probably concluded that she doesn't really suit her that track. So I think onto a bigger track, um, a bit of a drop in the weights. Um, she's you know consistent filly and she's probably overdue a win. Your former European galloper, Tip of the Spear, I thought was pretty good first up. Your expectations with him second up? Uh, he was very good first up. Um, obviously, that was his first run in the country. Seems to have come through well. Um, sort of been toying between going to this race or an 1800 next week. But he's you know, a real natural stayer. That's what he's bred to do. So um, we thought from that nice draw um, we'd, and a little bit of juice in the ground would probably be um, suitable for him as well, um, but he's a really nice horse that looks like he should be pretty progressive. When we're on the Gold Coast, Annabelle, all the talk was you, actually, and it was about a horse that no one's ever seen before at the races. We saw her trial impressively. That was learning to fly, this daughter of Justify, because of the promotion that Tom Magney and the Coolmore team did last year. If you purchase the first season 
um, yearling by, of course, justify and you win a big race. Um, the majority of them are group ones. You'll win a Ferrari. So um, this horse um, would have um, uh, a lot of attention, I would imagine, Annabelle, because it, do you win the Ferrari if she if she wins a big race? Uh, sadly, I don't. I think it's the buyer of the horse um, that wins the Ferrari, and I'm just the trainer. But oh, okay. It'd be nice if, it would be nice if they could change that. Because yes. um, I see Coolmore. Coolmore can't win its own Ferrari, can it? Because it's the first um, <laughs> owner in, in learning to fly. <laughs> uh, they're, they're an owner. There's several owners, um, including Chiora as oh, okay. well. So, um, look. We've still got a long way to go to get to that, but uh, yeah, hopefully she she might be the reason why there's an extra Ferrari floating around in Sydney. <laughs> How good is she? Oh, I think she's very good. Um, I always get a bit nervous of, you know, these two-year-olds that get spruiked on their trials um, because, you know, you have got to see them produce it in the afternoons, but she does look very good at home in the mornings. She's She's shown that again in her trials, so... Um, we've just got to see her do it now. Um, but certainly at home, she's very impressive. And I thought in her trial, just the way she went past some of those good two-year-olds, she pricked her ears when she got to the front and still looked a bit green. Um, and she is still a bit green, but she just seems to have so much raw ability and just really covers the ground. So she's the one that I'm very excited about. Tom Magney was explaining that John Magnier, who's a legend, of course, of the breeding industry that this world's ever seen, um, mentioned that Justify, there's something special about this horse. Obviously, what he did in America with the Triple Crown, but um, John believes that he'll be one of the greatest stallions that we've ever seen. Does his progeny show that in the early doors? To, um, how many Justifies have you got, Annabelle? Yeah, well, we, we've got a few. Um, she's she's She'll be the first that we've got to the races. She's out of a pretty fast early um, mare. Um, but we've got a few of them, and we really like them. Um, they're just strong, straightforward. Um, and we, we ended up buying a few more this year. We, we bought one out of Champagne Cuddles, and yeah. we bought another one that looks more of a staying type. So uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, we amongst us trainers we're always asking who we who we like out of the first season size everyone's always trying to get an idea and his name keeps popping up amongst a lot of the good trainers so um look time will tell but certainly looks like he's got got off to a good start and seems like there's uh, several nice ones floating around and hopefully learning to fly can can um you know, really cement herself as one of the better two-year-olds. And what do you make of Dorothy Gale, this daughter of capitalists, also going around in the Witten Stakes on Saturday? Yeah, she's a lovely filly, very straightforward. Um, I thought she was good. She only had, had the one trial um, going into her last run. Um, the intention wasn't to lead, but she jumped very quickly and led all the way and um, probably just tired late. Um, just two came over the top of her, two smart ones. So um, I think she'll improve again. And, um, yeah, obviously, if these sort of races, if you can get black type with them as two-year-olds, it, you know, it really helps them in the future. For our Queensland followers, can all win the um, fourth race there in the Sunshine Coast on Saturday in that Class 3 over the 1,400? Oh, I hope so. If his work's anything to go by, I'd say yes, but I'd say that every run. Um, <laughs> he's, um, yeah, can be a bit of a... a you know, a horse that works extremely well. You go to the race, you're very confident, and it hasn't always worked out for him. But if he gets the right run, he likes to have a bit of room. Um, so from two, it'll take a bit of a smart ride from Steph. But he's certainly got the ability to win this race. What do you think your best will be on Saturday there, Annabelle? I think learning to fly.
All right, then, in the Widden Stakes. Can't wait to see what she can do and what's your best at Warwick Farm this afternoon. Warwick Farm this afternoon, oh, I think we've got one of our strongest, strongest uh, hands at the races for a while today. Yep. Um, I'd like Regal Pom to win because half the Nisham family are in ownership <laughs> and mum's going to be on track today. Oh, sensational. Whenever um, Spirit Ridge, he's a really honest horse. He's in the feature race today, and we've got J Mac on, so um, probably put him as my best. So that's race seven and one, Spirit Ridge. Does your mum realise how well you've done since you arrived here, and how big that you, how um, big you've become um, <laughs> regarding the success that you've been able to have in this game? Oh well, I think until Regal Pom wins, I don't, I don't think there's any success. So <laughs> it's all it's all pinning on today whether she thinks I'm successful or not. Forget about the group ones, etc. You got to win with Regal Pom today to make your mum proud. Well, we we wish you the best of luck in doing that, Annabelle. We appreciate your time. <laughs> Thank you. And very say hello much. to your mum for us. It's great to catch up with one of the very best in the business, Kira Mar. Good morning, Kieran. Thanks for your time, mate. Thank you. Um, you got some nice chances at Mooney Valley on a Saturday afternoon, and we might go through your runners in the first to kick off proceedings there. Um, I should say race number two at Mooney Valley, where you got three runners engaged. Um, we might start with uh, the five accused. Um, he's been in really good form this preparation. Um, is he an each way chance in your eyes, Kieran? Yeah, I would say he is. Um, Needs the right run and things to go his way, but uh, definitely has the right ability for this type of race. Matron Bullwinkle didn't have the best of luck the other day. Had an absolute torrid run the other day. <laughs> uh, just put a line through that. Uh, we've given her a bit of time, as you would imagine, after a race like that. But um, um, very fit and... Um, yeah, she's probably the best of our three chances in that race. Yeah, so what do you do when you have a horse that has a run like that um, to regroup? Do they need a little bit of time? And you've got the, the, the luxury to send them to the beach. You've got so many different um, options with all of your training bases. Is it a, um, So what do you do as a trainer in, in that situation? Uh, you just give them a cuddle and yeah. uh, give them a pat and don't do much with them for a week. Uh, she went down to Fullman Park. Yeah. Uh, and Gilchrist runs a pretty good show there. And, um, um, yeah, just, just give them an easy time for a week, let them freshen up and, and hopefully forget about it and, um, and start again. You know, you just kick over and monitor the horses. That horse was... Uh, very fit leading into that race. So, um, yeah, just monitor their weight. Uh, usually a good indicator and um, how quickly they put it back on to their, you know, after they lose a bit after a race. You stay in touch, ready to fire third up this preparation race five over the thousand? Yeah, should get a nice enough run. Um, probably hasn't quite hit its straps this time around. But, um, yeah, like you said, third up. Um, in the right race, it'll be there about. And Courage, this daughter of I'm Invincible, she just knows. Doesn't know Don't miss Harness Racing's Tab Summer of Glory featuring the February 4 Delray National AG Hunter Cup. Gamble responsibly. Live across Australia. Sorry, mate, I don't know what happened there. I must have pushed a button. Um, Courage, is she ready? She, she's been really consistent this prep. She has. Um, been able to give her that time to mature. Uh, I've always had a nice opinion of her, but has really developed um, 
leading into this campaign, and she's a lot. She's a quite a big, strong horse now, and um, yeah, a bit stiff last start, but um, yeah, she's in great form and and uh, looks a nice race again. In Sydney, you got a couple of nice chances over the two thousand metres. Worthily, first of all, what have you made of his form this preparation? Yeah, he's a he's a little bit of a sinker. Yeah, um, but he does he does have the that ability uh, needs things to go his way, but you think from the good draw, uh, Brenton knows the horse pretty well. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely got the ability, but needs everything to go his way. And secret glamour, you basically had to see it to believe what she did two starts back. Were there excuses there the other day? Well, she knows all the tricks in the book, that man. <laughs> A very hard read. She's um, uh, and I've changed it up a bit with her. She's very sound. Um, post her last run, she just pulled up. She had a, her action just wasn't 100%. She jarred up a little bit. So we've given her a bit of time. She had some time at the beach, but um, yeah, two starts to go. Like you mentioned, she'd never shown a turn of foot like that ever. Um, not in track work races or anything. And um, I don't know where that comes from, but it's definitely in there. But um, she's definitely uh, keeps you on on your toes uh, trying to work her out. Well, I'm not just saying this because you're on the line, Kieran, but when I talk to people in the racing game, everyone says you've just got that. You can't teach it a freakish ability to work with animals and and communicate with these thoroughbreds. Um, Do you enjoy a challenge like a a worthily and, and a secret glamour? Yeah, well, you know, with a with a big team, you you've got all sorts of uh, characteristics, yeah. and uh, yeah, I love getting into the to the psyche to the psyche of them, you know, trying to work them out. I think that's that's a huge part of it, and um, uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, so even watching these horses in the yard, do, do you get any indication when you leg a jockey up or you're watching on TV that you think, oh, geez, I think Secret Glamour's on today? Yeah, you do. You do get a bit of an inkling, um, uh, you know, in the yard and their mannerisms and and just the way they, yeah, they're all different. So there's all little key indicators with with all of them, um, and uh, sometimes they defy all of them. But um, but yeah, a lot of it's, it's. I think it's the most interesting part about training. Yep, and still City goes around in race number five. Um, she was really good on debut. She meets a hot lineup in that win and stakes. How good is she and has she improved since that effort um on debut the other week there, Karen? Uh yeah, she's 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 quite good, but uh, like you said, it's a it's a very hot race. Um, trained on nicely. I, I think she presents in a coach come on a little bit since. Um, she'll get a She'll get a nice run from that draw. And, uh, yeah, like, I think this will be a, a really good form race um, uh, with how it looks on paper anyway going into these better races. Now, you got some nice chances there at the Valley and Rose Hill. What is there a standout in your eyes there, Kieran? Uh, well, Croatia's in, in really good form. I'd say she's probably our best chance. And... Uh, I'm really looking forward to Steel City.
All right, then. Um, yeah, can't wait for that wooden stakes. What a beauty that is. What about today? You've got a host of runners right across the country on Australia Day. Any standout there, mate? Uh, I think our best chance uh, would be Waheen Tower in the first. Yep. Uh, been really consistent um, this preparation. And, uh, yeah, Maddie Cartwright knows her quite well. And, and uh, yeah, I think she's got a, a good chance there. Probably a Probably our best chance there. And, and in Sydney, I think um, Glowing Gold uh, has, has uh, hit a purple patch and seems to be just getting better each time we step her out. Um, got a good chance also at Warwick Farm. And, mate, your stable's great to be involved with. And we're heading to Caraca um, to cover off the sales for the first time here on Giddy Up. So we're really looking forward to that. But um, hopefully we'll get to have, to have a chat to you in New Zealand as well. But... Um, for our listeners out there that want to get involved with a Kiwi bred horse and involved with your stable when you head to New Zealand to purchase these yearlings at Karaka, um, what kind of horses do you think that if like if you want to find a Derby winner or is um, you want to find a middle distance star that can win a Guineas or a three year old, what kind of horses do you look for um, heading to New Zealand? Yeah, your classic type horses, yep. well documented. You know they've. The Kiwis have got a great record, and you know, in your Guineas and Oakses, and um, yeah, that's the type of horse we we look for. Something with a, and um, yeah, they're they're um, you know they're just so well grown over there. The farms are unbelievable, and uh, if anyone hasn't been over there, it's an unbelievable experience just to go over there and have a look at the farms and their. Uh, hospitality at Caraca is second to none. So, um, yeah, looking forward to getting over there. I haven't been there for for a couple of years So um, for the sale. So, um, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting over there. Will Bourne, uh, he's over there now, and Leanne from our team. So they're sorting through them, and yeah. uh, I'll hopefully get a winner or two on Saturday and jump on a plane Saturday night. Uh, exciting. Will Bourne... Um is a very impressive young man. He's, of course, your bloodstock man at Kiramar Racing, and um, he's a metrosexual. He um, is kicking plenty of goals. But I tell you what, he, he does put his game face on at the sales, Kieran. Um, he's a different human being. He does switch right on. He, he does know it's business. Yeah, he's uh, he certainly uh, runs the, the hands through the hair a few times. Uh, <laughs> as he's getting around, but um, no, nah, he's very professional and um, he's got a great eye. Um, he's been a great addition to our team and, and he's a massive part of it. Um, and uh, yeah, um, you can get hold of him or get hold of me if you're if you're interested in, in those style of horses and um, yeah, we can run you through the process. Beautiful. We'll go and find a derby winner there over the next couple of days at Caraca. Good on you, Kieran. Good luck this weekend, mate. No worries. Thanks very much, Gareth. Plenty of great racing right across the country this afternoon. Really looking forward to that meeting, especially at Sandown in Victoria. But as always on a Thursday with our stable mail, we talk to the major players that have key chances across the country in the feature metro um, uh, meetings across the country on a Saturday afternoon. And one of those is one of the brightest young stars in the training ranks, Nick Bryan, and he joins us now. Hello to you, Nick. Thanks for your time, mate. 
Morning, Gareth. No, no worries. Um, geez, I'm looking forward to seeing what this horse, Mama Reagan, can do first up for your stable. I remember when this galloper was a two-year-old for John Thompson and a couple of um, pretty clever form analysts were saying that this horse is the real deal, but he never really lived up to expectations. Um, have you been able to find the key to him since he's arrived at Flemington? Well, I hope so. I, I guess we'll find out um, We'll find out Saturday, but... Uh, Look, you know, when you get these horses and um, these stride horses, you know, the the big start is if they're sound and well. And, look, he's got no issues. Um, I was really nursed him along this trip. He started off down the beach um, at Belnaring, did some pre-training. He's had three really soft jump outs. Um, so, obviously, now natural progression is to head to the races. But, look, he, he looks well. Um, his work's been good. And you know, he finds himself in a four-year-old up benchmark, 70,000 on Saturday. So... Um, one would think if he's anywhere near his best, he would uh, he would be thereabouts. Do you find with these horses that you know that have had ability, but they probably haven't delivered as well as I think people would have thought? Do is it a case where you just um, basically start from scratch and um, um, start again with them and give them another chance and hopefully that the new environment can can do the trick? Yeah, for sure. Look, you know we we're going to learn a lot about him. Uh, you, you know, you can you can jump out every week and and work well, but you're not going to learn much about him until you head to the sports, the races, and um, it's exactly what we do: we start from scratch, rip everything back. Um, we'll go to the races, um, no gear on, no headgear, and um, we'll trust the horse's ability. And um, as I said, learn a lot about him Saturday. Have you taken him to the valley for a gallop? Yes, he did. He went there on um, Tuesday morning. Uh, he galloped solo. Blake Shin rode him. He worked terrific, you know, and I think uh, I think maybe that's one thing I am thinking with him. He's a big, heavy sort of gross horse. He might sort of he might have a liking for the strap there, so I'm, I'm hoping so anyway. And that B Shin booking, um, that strike rate that you've um, been able to develop with Blake Shin is um, second to none, basically. When the Ryan and Shin combination join up, and um, he's he's. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when you think that you've got a, a good one, he's he's your manually these days, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, you know, we were fierce competitors. Yeah. So years ago, and um, we we're very competitive, but um, I think we're even better now teaming up, and uh, it gives gives you great confidence going to the races and, and legging up a jockey of his caliber. You can, uh, you know, you can sleep at night knowing that he's going to do the job. Geez, Johnny Worsfold's been terrific as well since joining your stable. A lot better than what he did when he went to Western. I, I guess he was okay at the Bombers, um, Worsfold, but this horse has been impressive um, since joining your camp. And I love the way he missed the kick the other day, but um, he was still too good at Sandown. Yeah, look, um, exciting, progressive horse. Um, it's going to be, you know, it's very exciting to see where he can end up. He couldn't have been more impressive um, in his first two runs for us. Um, sectionals and times don't lie and um, you know he heads to the valley on Saturday the little step up in triple he'll appreciate um, Blake's back on board no nothing um, against Damien Damien rode him a, a treat but if it wasn't through suspension Blake would have been on him and Blake's done a lot of work on the jump outs and, and gallops with him so Blake's back on and um, look I can't fold him uh, he's a very laid back horse he, he, you don't see much track work from him but um, 
Yeah, I think he's, he's certainly going to be hard to beat again. And what about Sirius liaison, the former Hong Kong galloper, um, second up this preparation? Your expectations there in the same race? Yeah, look, um, if anything, um, he was super first up. He just blew out. We expected him to. He hadn't ran for a long time. Um, you know, if anything, between the two of them, Sirius has probably got more improvement. He's come on from that run. He worked at the Valley on Tuesday in company and worked terrific. Uh, to come through that gallop well. Um, it's a shame, you know, <clears throat> got two horses around us still the same ra- rating, right? That, that have to run in the same race. But look, he'll improve, he'll run well. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with him. And can Reckoning or Regards Marie cause a little bit of an upset in their respective races? Reckoning in the fifth, who's first up, and Regards Marie takes on a pretty handy field in the John Dillon Stakes, which is race eight. Yeah, I hope so. Look, Reckoning, he's got a pretty good first up record. He's Four first up runs with two wins. He's fresh. He, he likes a big track. He likes a small small field. He likes to get room. So he'll get that today. And you know, regards Marie, he's got um, he's certainly you know it's a strong race. But um, he's taken on the likes of them before, and he's got the ability. So same thing with him. The wide barrier is probably going to be a plus. He he doesn't like to be smothered up. He likes to get back and balance up, and he likes room. So I guess. Um, we're going to have to see how the track's playing. If they're running on and making ground, you've got to give them some sort of hope. What's your best over the weekend, mate? Oh, look, it's hard to go past Worsfold. Um, yep. Scores on the board and uh, take him on trust. He's pretty genuine, I reckon. Now, you purchased a couple at the Magic Millions. OTI have um, teamed up with you as well. They've been able to send you a beautiful yearling. So if we want to get involved with the Red Hot Nick Ryan stable, mate, with, of course, plenty of other sales with Inglis not far away, um, Karaka in New Zealand starting on Sunday. How do we get involved? Yeah, look, you can you hit me up on email, info at nickryanracing.com.au or um, through your social media platforms, Instagram or Twitter. Um, you know, we've sort of um, we've started the year off really well with sort of a restructure of the business, new faces, and uh, we'll be very active at the sales going forward. No, love it, mate. Um, on fire at the moment. We wish you the best of luck over the weekend. Thanks, Gareth. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. For Stable Mail and Giddy Up on this Thursday morning. G'day, Paul. Thanks for your time, mate. How are you, bud? How is King's Gambit? I can't wait to see what he can do in the Canterbury Stakes. We get to see him once again. Uh, have you been happy with him? Yeah, that's, that's the key. We get to see him again. So yeah. he, he's done it on one occasion, obviously down there, and, and was quite dominant. But he certainly changed a lot in his physique. He's a much more bigger, stronger horse. Um, you know, his trials have been good. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to Saturday. So with your theory with um, setting horses to different states and you've got the ability to do that, the reason why you decided to um, debut King's Gambit at Caulfield that day instead of Sydney? Uh, it was a listed race, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it was a stakes race up here. Was, it was just a normal Saturday race. So it's, it wasn't. Um, it was a pretty much a no-brainer. You get something on his page early. And, you know, I think just having the confidence in him, in, him, in himself to go down there and do that sort of thing, I think it was it was awesome to, to, to get the job done. Yeah, were you expecting that that day at Caulfield? Yeah, I was expecting to win. Uh, probably not the ease that he did, but um, certainly going down there to, to win the race for sure. Yeah. All right, then you've got some um, key chances in the other races as well. There's no mafia in the Canterbury Stakes. So what about Born with Wings going around the 2,000-metre race? Yeah, second start in Australia. I thought his run was good. Uh, first start for a mile here. Um, he's a horse that sort of gets over 2,000 and a mile, uh, mile and a half. So it's, um, he's getting up to his distance range. He's trained on good. So 
I can't see why he can't run on um, and, and figure in the finish. He's in good order. Divine Glory, she's been impressive. This story of hell bet in the early part of her career. She's had a break and she resumes in this red-hot Witten Stakes on Saturday. Um, your expectations with her? She's a handy filly, mate. She she's just does everything right. And, you know, like I've, I've probably said before, not necessarily the best ones seem to win on these type of days. It's the ones that do everything right. And she fits that category. She's got blinkers on. She's worked very sharp during the week. And I, I wouldn't dismiss her off a really uh, a nice cushy draw for her, which is really nice. Yeah, good, so she get, yeah she gets Tyler Schiller as well. So where do you expect her to be in the run with that low gate? She'll be in the first four, no drones at all, and um, just a matter of just if she's good enough. But she was she was a filly that sort of trained on, went through a gym crack, um, run third, and then trained on to a win a maiden three weeks after that. Um, which is, you know, it's just an effort in itself as a really young two-year-old, and she did that quite well. Had a really good break and had a good foundation into her first uh, first run back this preparation. So it sounds like, mate, we should have something each way on her. I, I definitely wouldn't spec her each way. I think she's um, she's in with a great chance. All right, then at Sandown today, you've got a filly going around in uh, the um, Blue Diamond preview and um, $21 all at once on Debut, this filly by Grunt. So your thoughts there? Yeah, look, touch awkward draw, I suppose, but um, Riley's been pretty happy with what he's felt at home. Um, wanted to stay on us, so I think we'll know a little bit more after today, but certainly going to, how yeah, she jumps is probably how we ride her, but um, she's a filly that's... Um, it's certainly done done enough at home to suggest he's going to do something today. You'll take three horses to the races at Warwick Farm in Sydney. Your best there? Um, I think it's a hard day, very even day, um, very hot day. So I think all, all, all we're looking to sort of see how horses handle this heat today. It's going to be very hot out there. But um, maybe, I think maybe early in the day, I reckon um, one of the fillies early in the day, I can't bloody think of the name. The Englishman? Uh, uh, sorry, the Englishman. Yeah, he, yep. he's uh, he's going really well, Englishman. So I think he's um, yeah, he's in with a great chance. Yeah, the son of Tavistock. So that'll do us. The Englishman in race number two, horse number nine, mate. And um, a few text messages coming through. You've probably been asked this question a thousand times. Um, when do you make your decision on who heads to Melbourne for the Blue Diamond? After the weekend. All right then, mate. Um, all right. Good luck. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, especially with King's Gambit. Enjoy your day. See you, bud. Thank there you. we go. Thank you. You're listening to Giddy Up. This is Stable Mail on this Thursday morning. Richard Jolly and Chantel Jolly have been on fire, um, especially over the last year or so, and they've got some strong chances in Adelaide, but also they're heading to Launceston in Tasmania tomorrow night for the Kevin Sharkey Launceston Guineas with their promising three-year-old. I know what you're doing, and Richard joins us now here on SEN Track. Good morning, Richard. Thanks for your time, mate. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Um I know what you're doing. How good is he? Steps up to the 2,100 metres. I know that he takes on a pretty handy one for Patrick Payne, who has been in good form, Dunkel, um, in Victoria. But your thoughts on your horse's chances there in the Guineas in, in Tassie? Well, I wish Patrick wasn't there and gave Waterhouse <laughs> horse wasn't there. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're probably just running for minor prize money. I don't, don't think he's probably up to beating those but you know he's down there so look you never know on the day but um he'd probably look his form was good here but uh, you know personally i just think he's probably um a, a few lengths behind those ones from melbourne okay do you think he's really looking forward to to getting out to the 2100 yeah he certainly like he found the mile too too sharp for him the other day so like got back and you know 
was a nice run. He got home late, but um, he's really looking for this kind of trip. So he's been down there a couple of weeks and settled in good um, with uh, Adam Trinder. So, um, yeah, certainly that's going to help him, but he probably just um, lacks that bit of class, I feel. Okay, Morphinville on Saturday. You've got some key chances there. Um, I need a drink over the 2,000 metres in race number five represents your stable. Um, third up this preparation at a big price. Your, your thoughts about his chances? Uh, look, we've also got him in at Strath yep. on uh, Sunday. So we'll have a look at those fields come out today. So, um, you know, he might even go there. Um, it might be a bit, bit of an easy race, but he's certainly third up. He's, he's ready to fire. Um, his last run last week at um, Gawler, he sort of got hemmed up behind him and he's a bit one pace. So it wasn't wasn't too bad a run, um, but he's, he's probably looking for this kind of trip now. So, you know, his next couple of runs should determine where he's at. He should sort you know, be uh, hard to beat in, in, in something over 2,000. And the feature event, the Derbury Stakes, looking forward to this. Can't wait to see see you in heaven. She's back after a little bit of a break after she was so impressive winning there at Caulfield the other day. Um, she's trialled since at Strath. So your thoughts about her chances heading into that race over the 1,100? Um, well, certainly this is a, a race, you know, we, we've got to set for the Australian Guineas um, and she'll run in the in the Vanity three weeks um, after tomorrow. Um, so basically, you know, this is a warm-up run. Um, she's trialled quite well. Um, certainly with 53, she's not she's not out of it. Um, if they go, like, hard enough and and she's in contact with them, um, you know, she'll certainly um, she'll certainly run well. But um, just whether the 1100 is going to be a bit sharp probably remains to be seen. But she's good filly and, and good horses can do you know, things um, that you don't think they can. Yeah, and Camel Pass is a good horse. Can he win first out with 58 and a half? Um, certainly really happy with him. Uh, he's he's probably a bit fitter than we've normally had him. Um, and he's, you know, had a jump out a couple of weeks ago and and Jake got off and said it's probably the best he's felt for, for a while. Um, so certainly, you know, his first up record's pretty good. Um and if he gets a you know relatively nice kind of run up front, um, you know he's certainly the one to beat. He's, the weight for age scale suits him, and and uh, you know as I said, we're really happy with the way he's sort of like he's come up and um, he's nice and sound. And, and um, I'd expect him to to run his usual sort of like good first up race. And starts with Hallie looks tough to beat in the final event. Yeah, he's a lightly raced horse. Um, uh, he's had a nice. <laughs> nice long prep um, for this, so he's fit enough. And, um, yeah, he's sort of like a, quite a capable horse. I think he'll go – he's only won a maiden, but he's certainly a horse that can go through his grades, so we expect him to run well. About 20 seconds, mate. What's your best for the weekend? Oh, look, I, I'd probably stick with the old boy, Kevin yep. Pass. Um, right. You know, he's pretty pretty reliable first up. Love it, mate. Do you have a winner quickly today? Uh, I've got two runners. Um, I'd probably stay out of – Stay out of them. All right, we'll have a rest. We'll save our money for Camel Passer on Saturday. Good on you, Richard. Good luck over okay. the next couple of days, mate. Thanks, sir. There's Richard Jolly there, and that is Stable Mail on this Thursday morning. Thanks to all of the trainers that joined me in that first hour here on Giddy Up. Straight after this, we'll have a big bag of tips across the three codes on a big day of racing right across the country on this Australia Day. So don't go anywhere. It's news time.